Hello, Sebastian Lucido here. Welcome to 5-Minute Fresh Start. I'm in Luke 14, verse 15. It says, Now when one of those that sat at the table with him heard these things, he said to him, Blessed is he who shall eat bread in the kingdom of God. Then he, Jesus, said to him, A certain man, and that's God, a certain man uh, gave a great supper and invited many. And he sent his servant at supper time to say to those who were invited, Come, for all things are now ready. But they all with one accord began to make excuses. The first said to him, I have bought a piece of ground. I must go and see it. I ask that I may be excused. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen and I may have to go test them. I ask that I may be excused. Still another said, I have married a wife and therefore I cannot come. So the servant came and reported these things to his master and the master of the house said, First of all, he's angry. The master of the house was angry and he said to his servant, go out quickly into the streets and the lanes of the city and bring here the poor, the maimed, the lame and the blind. And the servant said to a master, it is done as you have commanded, there's still room. Then the master said to the servant, go out into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be filled. For I say to you, none of those men who were invited shall taste of my supper. And it's a it's pretty straightforward uh, parable. I mean, it's, it's you know, there's there's not a lot hidden from it. But I think in the, when we look at it through the modern church and what the modern church has accepted, you know, um, in, the, in all of the Bible, men lived and worked for Christianity or for the kingdom of God, Old Testament and New. It, they didn't wake up every day and think about their own things. It was all attached to the kingdom. And so in the modern church culture, we have learned and been taught to separate them. We sort of had to have this worldly thing going on and we tip God 10% and we have this godly thing going on. And at the end of the day, that's wrong. I just taught a series on this, on being one with God. So here, all of them made excuses and asked to be excused from invitation of God for either God's plan, fellowship with God, or something that God wanted. Their excuses involved putting the things that God gave them, the things that God created above God. So, you know, I, yeah, I bought a piece of land. Well, who blessed you with the wherewithal to get the land? Who made the land? Who created the land? Who gave you the ability to buy the land? And so when we put God below worldly things, I mean, you put, put him below your golf game, you put him below your business, you put him below your, you know, your, 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 your comfort in your life, what are we doing? We become labeled Christians, label and only, because we're not one with God. When you look at the scripture in Romans, listen to Romans chapter one, because it says, uh, verse 21, because although they knew God, they knew there was a God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were they thankful, but became futile in their thoughts and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of God. In other words, the glory that should go to God into uh, incorruptible images made like corruptible man. In other words, they glorified the things that God created and not God as God. And it goes on to say, and birds and four-footed animals and creeping things, therefore God gave them up to uncleanness and the lust of their hearts to, dis to, dis to dishonor their bodies among themselves, who exchanged the truth of God into a lie, the word of God into a lie, and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. And so when you begin to really look at this, um, we, you know, the Bible tells us in several uh, uh, places 
not to put the things of God or not to love the world or the things in the world. It says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. These things are the things of the world. You know, Luke 21 says, take heed to yourselves, lest you be weighed down with, with carousing, drunkenness and the cares of this life that the day uh, comes upon you unexpectedly. Don't let the things of the world, the pace of the world, the things in the world, the, 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 the things that you love in the world, whatever it may be, don't put them above God because it makes you spiritually dull. And really it goes to, do you really believe Jesus is your Lord and Savior? You know, do you believe, or is he just a club that you belong to and somebody again that you tip? And so we need to understand that God is looking for, to, for a first position in our heart to love above everybody in our life and anything in our life so that we look to him as our provider, giving us our provision, giving us life itself, giving us all the blessings. My wife, my children, all are from God. And I look at it that way. Anyway, God bless you. Thanks for watching today. Oh, we ran over. Please share this with family and friends. Please become a member, a free member on our website. And please pray about giving to our ministry 10, 20 bucks a month to help us grow. Anyway, God bless you and have a great, great day. Thanks for watching.